Hello ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls. This is Adam Cascali here. And uh, I haven't been doing this uh, uh, podcast, a video podcast for a while. So, um, decided to go away with the whole being an incel thing. Involuntarily celibate. I just realised too that, you know, it's just a state of mind. Suppose I haven't really try to go online dating and you know I say that um I'm not really worried about because I was just discussing with my mate because we went out um to a sushi restaurant here in Mackay and <laughs> no homo and often <laughs> I mean well he was gay one last night you know that joke that um I'm not gay but the bloke that I fucked last last night is <laughs> Well, that's me, because I'm the big spoon. Well, I'm the top, the top dog. And the bottom, because it's quite funny too that, you know, you hear, hear about that with homosexuals and gay people and that. I think it's the same thing with lesbian um, couples too. There's a top and a bottom. You know, because I always thought that, you know, if two guys were fucking... Um, They'll take it in turns, but apparently that doesn't work like that because one time that when I was a taxi driver here in my early 20s is that I um, I was a gay taxi driver and he considered me um, cute. He thought I was attractive in that. And I was like, man, I wish that females would, would like that. And uh, anyway, one day he... He made an offer, a proposition that said that he will fuck me or fuck him. And uh, I, I was thinking like a female. It's like I wasn't that attractive, attracted to him. I just couldn't see me doing it. You know, I suppose it would hurt someone's feeling that to get rejected. I wasn't like offended. Yeah, to tell you the truth, I was kind of flattered. But, you know, he got the attention from a black instead of a chick. Anyway, that'll probably, uh, I'll talk about that in another podcast. About me being a little bit bi curious. But I just realized that I'm completely, 100% straight. Anyway, today's podcast, uh, I thought I'll talk about is values. Because how it work. Because I work, I'm a line marker. That's my full-time job at Ford Mackay Regional Council. And one of the things that we did was a values workshop where we took, where we update our values. Like, I think it was like employee health and safety, accountability, um, being honest. I think that comes down to accountability. Um, so yeah, I was just, I want to talk about, I'll sort of expand a little bit, elaborate a little bit on a, another vlog that I did, an incel vlog, that where I touched on about values a little bit. So, values is something that, that you live by, that it governs every day. So, one thing that my values 
So one of my values is respect, which I touched upon on this Insta vlog. Everybody has a right. Everybody should be treated with respect. But also, respect should be earned, not forced upon. Don't expect to be respected. If you don't respect anybody or talk in a respectful manner, then don't, you know, because people won't, won't do it and won't appreciate it. So, so you got to be respectful, which, which I am. And look, I respect everybody to live their life how they choose to. It's not for me. For example, polyamory. You know, I was just, when I was like thinking about it and read up on it, especially if it's like, especially if it's like a husband and a wife, and then they bring in another third person in a three-way relationship, then I was like, you know, and especially this article that I read about it, where you know she's pregnant with the husband's child and then they had another girl in there. I can understand that how it can work. I'm not talking about in a love style, but I'm just talking about in terms of practicality. Is that is that she can stay at home and look after Bub, I know, a woman looking after Bub, Especially with the, I was watching this TikTok of this dude, man, like fucking the South Grandiose fucking look at me. I'm ending the patriarchy where this guy is like, yeah, I'm a state-owned husband. I do fucking housework. Well, buddy, say so do I. Well, actually, I have a cleaner once a fortnight because I'm fucking lazy. Well, it's not that I'm fucking lazy. It's just, yeah, um, it's just I wasn't able to do a good job in... My parents are my landlords and they're really fussy, so I thought, well, but all I have to do, honestly, is just to keep it clean, which um, I must admit, mum, dad, if you ever watch this podcast, yes, um, I've been a bit slack and I can admit that. I can pick up my game. Space, this is not an excuse, but I've been doing night shift all this last week um, and boy, does it knock you around, it fucks you around, eh, you know, it's just, it's like you get up and you don't want to do anything, and suppose with my job working for the council, is that I'll get up at six, which is, it's the hardest thing that you can do, and look, yeah, I know I'm going off a tangent here, but just, I'll bring it back to my point to respect, he's like, I do this to end the patriarchy, yeah, it's my, my queen, that kind of thing, and I was just like, yeah, okay, you know, I mean, I don't have a problem with that, of being a house husband, or a stay-at-home dad, especially if your wife makes a lot of money, it makes a lot more money than has a good paying job, because at the moment that my old man, he was a train driver for, oh shit, for the last 20 years, but worked in the railway for, I would say, close to 50 years. 
say he was 18. He retired when he was 61. Yeah, maths. Fun, eh? <laughs> not a, not a, not something that I'm really good at. But what I'm trying to get at is that, you know, at the moment now that, see, you know, growing up that as long as I can remember, my mum and dad always worked. Like, dad always worked in the railways. You know, with the same company for so many years till we decided to go with another company. And now the tables have turned. So, you know, mum's state. You know, I pretty much think that they both pitch in to do the housework. And uh, maybe it took many years for mum. I could just imagine my old man being like me and going, yeah, yeah, woman, you, you do all this. Yeah, I'm just going to sit on my ass, watch TV. Um, Which is like, yeah, and I, I think that most people would, would pitch in. So since my old man was retired and my mum still working full time, it's now the tables, the dynamics have in a relationship has changed. Now, that is my mum's dependent, if that makes sense. So dad will probably stay at home and do most of the housework, which I think it's fair that, you know, both full time. Yeah, one works full time, so the other one, would have to do more around the house to keep it functional. <coughs> so, so I respect that. I do respect the if the husband stays at home and especially looks after the kids. You know, but it's just like, but I, I just don't like the self grandiose. Oh, I'm doing this to end the patriarchy. What the fuck's the patriarchy got to do with this? But anyway, it's this, you know, look, so I don't agree how to live your life. I don't see myself being polyamorous. Oh, yeah, I think, oh, shit, I'm all over the place, mate. <laughs> yeah, look, um, this podcast is just going to be like a topic and, you know, I'm just going to talk about random shit random stuff so this is going to be a very much a random tiktok so i'm like tiktok i mean podcast which you can see me on anchor and um it's going to be based on spotify and apple Podcasts. that's where you can get it is that you know so the practic the practicality getting back to polyamory is that yeah, you know, you would have, say, so mum could stay at home and look after bub, whereas there'll be two incomes coming into the house, and it will alleviate a lot of financial burden, especially with the cost of living and then how expensive it is to buy a house, and especially with rent. And I suppose, you know, one of the things that, you know, as a couple, the men, and say the wife, and a husband might want to get out. Well, they have this other chick that could look after Bob. Oh, and then they might want to go out on a romantic evening. Y you know. But, to say hypothetical, 
But if all is ever in a polyamory relationship, is that both of us can have sex with the other, so we can have, you know, threesomes, or I'm allowed to have that sex outside the relationship. If I can't do that, then she can't have an extra lover. That's when I think that it, and that, and I think that's being selfish, which is not being respectful at all. And look, there's nothing wrong with being selfish. That could be sometimes that you need to be selfish. Sometimes, you know, especially I was watching an episode of Dr. Phil where they talk about this this woman and they go, oh my God, she put everyone else before herself. And it's like, really, that is, that is so fucking sad. Uh, especially for all my Facebook friends, you know, posted or, you know, I see couples, you know, they have kids and they're going, oh, look, at, you know, we're going on to a trip on with the Gold Ghost. Obviously, they would have a babysitter to look after them and that or send them to their grandparents. Well, and I was just thinking, well, that's not a bad thing because... You know, sometimes that's, you know, couples need to go on date nights, especially when, well, I don't have any kids, so I'm just going on what I read about, you know. So, I'm going to be talking something controversial here, that I believe there's no such thing as non-binary. How could you be they and them? And all these other descriptors. If you have a dick... You're a guy. If you have a vagina, you're a chick. Gender is binary. Yes, yes, I know there's social pressures and everything. And, and also, come to TikTok. That was this couple, man. I was just thinking, fuck me. Is that, oh, you know, our baby, we never revealed our gender to our baby. We let them choose in that. And I said, oh, he could be transgender. He could be non-binary. He could be intersex. And it's like, fuck off. Intersex is a condition. Or it's a describe about conditions. And if you intersex, you both have male and female genitalia. Something went wrong in the room. Something went wrong with them. And what I gather from listening to intersex people is that... I believe that the majority of them will choose what gender they want to identify as if they want to identify as male or female. So, anyway, and, uh, you know, he was about four years old and he goes, oh, look, I want to be a boy. My pronouns are here and him. And they're like, let's, you know, we'll let him play with all the toys, man. Fucking let him play with all the toys. So, I don't agree with the non-binary they and them. It just doesn't make sense. You know, but I can understand that if you're an intersex person. Because you are male and female. So, therefore, that you're non-binary. And it's these other kids, millennials, thinking, okay, that's cool. It's like, yeah, fucking if you're a chick... Dress up masculine and femininity. And if you're an effeminate 
Mayo. Man, last night I watched a lot of TikTok and, and there was this other dude that was, you know, drawing ballerinas and that because he was an effeminate male. Uh, and, uh, and he wasn't allowed to express his feminine side because he lived in a conservative household. Yeah, and look, you know, conservatives go, I respect, I have family values, it's, you know, they're the opposite of respect. They don't respect you. A conservative would be like, ah, yep, ah, snort some coke. Ah, yep, I could get on with one day. They see someone else do it. Hey, don't you dare do it. Don't do what I do, but do what I say. That's so conservatives don't have respect because they are very authoritarian. So if a conservative says, oh, I respect people, that's bullshit. They don't. But do I respect conservatives? Yes. Yes, I do. And I have the right, and I respect their rights to have to express those opinions. Do I agree with it? No. So anyway, get back to this thing that I was getting on, going on about, is that I don't agree with the non-binary concept, but I was, I'll give the courtesy of respect to someone that says, hey, look, my pronouns are they and them. And I was like, yeah, and yeah. And I'll use the non-binary uh pronouns so anyway the next value that i that i live by and i think that everyone is is accountability accountability is one of these things to say that yeah look i fucked up which uh well i'm a very accountable person i i can say hand and heart i fucked up and i have a lot of fuck ups i made a lot of mistakes on the way and i can be honest about it and suppose it's, it's, it's a hard thing to do. You know, I suppose it's joy and peace. And accountability is like, you know, always tell the truth. And it's something that it's hard to live by. But I think that it's also a fine line of when you tell the truth, is that sometimes you might have to have a little bit of tact. But I believe that if you ask somebody a question or something like that, do you want them to be honest? It's like that saying that, hey, uh, was it? Um, ask me no questions and I'll tell you no lies. So, so if you want someone to lose weight, especially for me, he's a fat cunt, he's a fat bastard. And thank God that we have a male's fat bastard store, man, because yeah, when I went to Gainlands to go and get some to have a look around is that I needed a new belt. So I went into Myers and I didn't have any belt to fit me. And I was thinking, fuck. And look, you know, the other place, a couple of places that will fail um, belts for us fat butt, for, for me. When I say fat bastard, I'm calling myself a fat bastard. 
<laughs> Fat bastard, you know, from Austin Powers. So, anyway, so I know that Target would have bouts for fat bastards and Lowe's would have bouts for fat bastards, but they're like on the other side of the store and I just couldn't be bothered to walk that, that far, to be honest. As I said, that yeah, I'm fucking lazy. So, anyway, there's this plate, there's this shop called Johnny Biggs. And, you know, I look at the spout, so there's a spout that is really stretchy. And and so I says the tip, if you can't find a bout that, maybe get a stretchy spout, especially if you're um, a fat bastard like me. So, yeah, I, and, yeah, look, you know, that's me being accountable. Um, I'll take some accountability. Me being the size that I am is 100% completely my fault. And no, I don't agree with the fat positivity movement. But I'm not going to talk about this. It's going to be on another podcast. So I'll, I'll get into that. So, so tell the truth, you know, to be to be honest. And sometimes that it can be too honest. So, is it okay to lie? Um... Maybe, but no, it's not. I mean, to be honest, because, you know, if you want accountability, you know, to tell the truth, and, yeah, it's just going to lead to another value of being honest. It's hard. It's because it's it's one of those things that's... Um, that you don't want to hurt the other people's feeling. And also on YouTube, we're going down this rabbit hole of watching this show called The World's Strictest Parents. And where they send unruly teenagers to another family so they can strain themselves out a little bit. You know, what's like and how other people live their lives. But, and obviously being teenagers and unruly is that they have a hard time of taking accountability or being honest. And especially one of the rules is that, you know, I notice that most of these teenagers are smoking. And every episode that I watch so far at the World's Strictest Parents is that they don't allow smoking or alcohol. You know, have teenagers being teenagers and especially being unruly. They try to do everything to break those rules. So they lost trust. And they get caught out in a lie. You know, they keep on lying. Okay, no, look, you're lying to me. And then eventually, you know, they realize, okay, well, look, you know, I'm going to be honest. Yes, I did. So this is just one episode where they sent a couple of kids from... Australia, a male or female from Australia to Sweden. So, <laughs> Sweden, Switzerland. Sweden is in the top, and Switzerland's. In, for some reason, I usually get the two countries mixed up. Yeah, I have to think about it. And, uh, so obviously, that the. Uh, 
they were smoking and eventually they decided to take accountability and be honest and say, look, I give up. And yes, I have been smoking. Uh, sorry for lying. But trust. It's another value. Yeah, you want people to trust you. And I and other good describe that, you know, I'm very trustworthy and reliable. And I notice and honest. Trustworthy and honesty. And reliable. You know, you do something. You know, you say you're going to do something and you do it. And trusting is that you won't do anything to hurt other people. That, you know, you're very trustworthy. And I suppose trust is like, will come under the term value of respect. You know, if you respect somebody, you know, if you can trust if you can trust somebody, then you respect them. And if they break their trust, you know, if you lied, you know, you sort of be felt disrespected. And suppose, that's why that's, you know, if you have someone that's like cheated on you or, you know, which is a pretty much, a, a pretty much a no-no, unless that's, if you're not a, if you're not in a open relationship or polyamory or whatever, is that is that they lie to you so they don't so you trusted them to tell the truth and then they tell you a lie, then all trust goes out the window. So, so that's one value that, you know, you should live by. It's to be trustworthy. And look, you know, I'm not saying that I'm absolutely perfect. I'm not because I've broken people's trust and mum and dad's trust and they trusted me and, and I broke that and I have to end their trust again. And suppose, you know, what's in the world's strictest parents too, that I wasn't an unruly teenager, especially at 16, 17. You know, I wasn't that unruly, but I did some things that were illegal. But, you know, in the scheme of things that weren't that bad, is that we, uh, yeah, so I wasn't, a bad kid growing up is that I was a kid that was easily influenced in that and thinking, oh, we should do this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. That sounds like fun. Suppose, yeah, look, yeah, I was the um, vice student council in grade four. And one of the things that I did was is that I um and one of the kid and I stand up and did the speech and I believed every word of it and um anyway one of the student counselors who was the student counselor was leaving um 
Yeah, well, originally I come from Serena, which is like half an hour south of Mackay. Yeah, I moved very far. <laughs> and uh, anyway, and I was hanging out with this dude that, you know, we got into a lot of bad shit, you know what I mean? So anyway, I showed, we showed up late for class. And obviously that, you know, I should be trusted, you know, to show, you know, it's like, you know, you have big lunch and, oh, was it? You have little lunch and big lunch, as we call them. I think little lunch went for half an hour and big lunch went for 40 minutes or something like that. So, you know, the bell would ring and you're like, okay, you know, oh, wow, break time, yeah, we can leave. Um, that's how schools run. And so, you know, so as a student, you know, I, I was trusted to do to show up class on time. And obviously that we, I don't remember what we did. This is in grade four. So, you know, I was nine and 10 at the time. And, uh, anyway, so I showed up late and my teacher was like, you know, you, you're the student council. How could you be trusted to represent our class if you, you know, do, do the wrong thing? So anyway, they have to vote, you know, I voted someone else in because I lost that position and couldn't be trusted. And look, you know, look, 2020 hindsight is a bitch. You know, you think back on, oh, only if I did this and if I did that. But, look, I don't have any regrets in life. I mean, what's the point of regretting about things? It happens. And it happens in the past. You know, I mean, I wish... Things that I know now, I wish I knew back then, but I just didn't know, man. Instead of saying to my mate, Oh, look, I was like, no, I'm going back, no, I'm going back to class. And, uh, and, you know, if I, and, and she goes, oh, where have you been? I said, oh, look, miss, I was in, you know, toilet doing the shit. You know, that's why I was, you know, that's why I was a little bit late. Yeah, you know, as a, as, <laughs> it's a little bit of a lie, it's a lot, white lie, but, or something like that, you know. Oh, I could have said something that's like, oh, come on, miss. You know, I know I'm a bit slow. A bit behind the eight ball there. <laughs> it's after the deprecating humor. But, so obviously that's heartbreaking. Trust and, uh, you know, so I wasn't reliable. So that's that's another value, another value that that I like to live by, or you should live by, is integrity. You know, integrity. What sort of person are you? What sort of character that you are? Do you have? Do you live by integrity? And I think I do. I don't know. 
As I said that I'm not perfect. Uh, what's another one? Yeah, so anyway, I think that wraps wrap this up for this podcast. Um, yeah, so these are um, values that I like to live by. So anyway, I hope that you enjoy this podcast. Now you see me on YouTube under Adam Cuscully. And I uh, hope you guys have a good weekend and uh, a good day. And and anyway, take care. I'll see you in the next one. Yeah. <clears throat>